And the Phillies pull out a nail-biter yesterday at Citizens Bank Park to take the series from the Mets. This is Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, April the 18th as we come off yet another Phillies victory. The Phillies after walloping the Mets in game two of the series, of course, the 10 run first inning ultimately would go on to win 14 to three after losing an 11 inning affair, a frustrating loss the night before at Citizens Bank Park. They bounce back the next night, taking care of business. And then yesterday, a day game down at the ballpark, a Hard-fought affair. The Phillies up 3-0, then 3-1, then in the ninth inning it's 3-2, and the bases are loaded. It's terrifying. And Hector Nair is ultimately able to get the strikeout he needs to end it. Just a really fun afternoon of baseball, a quick-paced game, well-pitched game on both sides. Zach Wheeler pitched well. Jake Arietta, this team's ace so far this season without a question is Arietta a great day yesterday in a big spot for the Phillies looking to take that early season series, especially having to go to New York next week and now going on the road to Colorado. A big win to get some momentum as we've talked about a lot. The Phillies are now six games into a stretch of 17 straight days with baseball and so far so good as they're 4-2 winning both series so far, obviously. Taking 2-3 of three in Miami and then taking 2-3 of three at home against the Mets. Arietta big outing, pitched into the ninth as Kapler gave him the chance to go out and try and finish off the complete game. Ultimately, um, gives up a base runner and is pulled uh, after that, and it got interesting from there. We'll get to there, but Arietta ultimately uh, goes eight innings pitch. Uh, really nice line from Arietta again. Looked in command all game long. Goes eight innings, only six hits allowed, two walks, three strikeouts, only two earned runs allowed. One uh, of those runs allowed in the ninth. Uh, that was his base runner that he did not actually allow in to score technically, but the, the run is, of course, charged. To him and Arietta, it really just all game long had Mets hitters confused, off pace, off beat, induced a lot of weak contact. And really, the telltale sign that Jake Arietta is pitching well is when he's inducing a lot of ground ball outs. And that's what he was doing. He did a really great job yesterday. I, I believe three double plays uh, that he induced on the ground, which is outstanding. So, Arietta, really, so far this season, I mean, Jakey has really brought it as the ERA at 2-2-5. He is 3-1 and one on the season. And again, as we discussed so far, I think without question has been the Phillies' best pitcher from a starting perspective this season as Arietta really feeling confident right now. And that's what you know we all hope for. He said after the game, I feel good. I've been able to spin the ball well. And the timing of my delivery right now is really good. And that is just great to hear as, look, we talked a lot about it coming into the season, um, you know, about the many scenarios we could have expected for the many starting pitching, uh, uh, the five starting pitching options uh, that we knew of and how their their seasons could go. And so far, I think 
A little bit unexpected, obviously, with Nola's struggles. Pavetta's, which we'll get to coming up, some news on that front. Um, and what we thought Arietta could be bouncing back. And, and one of the narratives, that, you know, he had a nice spring training. And we talked a little bit about the idea that he's such a guy who relies so heavily on conditioning and on um, mechanics and being right, as it were. And you figure that the, the potential for the short spring training last year and then, of course, the torn meniscus we didn't know about for the second half of the season could really have affected him and that maybe we were too quick to, to you know, write him off as, as being cooked. And Arietta certainly shown a lot of people up this year, so it's awesome to see. It's great for the Phillies. It is necessary that Jake Arietta is a contributor as um you know as you know obviously especially with the way Nola's pitching but even if Nola and when let's say Nola figures it out Arietta uh, pitching well necessary to this team's success considering the other options which we'll, again we'll get to uh, something about one of those options coming up later but this game a close one the Phillies go up three to nothing early they do so uh, first run on a sack fly Mike Franco the leading eight hitter in baseball. <laughs> He's uh the, when you look at the other eight hitters in baseball, his numbers compared to him and his six homers and 17 or 18 RBI or whatever it is. I think he's fifth in the league in RBI out of the eight hole and uh, other it's, it's just so stark the difference between him and the other eight hole hitters. It's awesome. And then a pair of home runs from uh, Scott Kingery and Cesar Hernandez confirming what we had all thought that Scott Kingery is the greatest player in the history of baseball. Uh, no, but hey, how great is it to see Scotty Kingery just busting out this season? Finally, after one year in the majors, Kingery really seems to feel so much more comfortable. It seems like he's figured it out at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's a bit of a cliche, but uh, 480 batting average on the season, two home runs now after uh, hitting uh, two in the last few games here is playing some nice shortstop in place of Gene Segura, who, by the way, Gabe Kapler addressed prior to the game, talked with uh, the morning show on WIP with Angel Cataldi and said that they expect uh, that they're not too worried about Segura, uh, maybe a four- to five-day type thing, and that uh, nice to see Kingery. You know, they have a perfect fill-in, and and look, they got to get Kingery at bats. I mean, the man is just raking. He had the five-RBI night the night before in the pounding game that they put on the Mets and then comes back yesterday, and it's a... Big home run to give him a 2 nothing lead. Cesar's home run would prove crucial as they would obviously only win by one run later. Uh, Cesar hitting that homer. So nice to see the middle infield bring in the wood for the Phillies. You need that. And uh, look, uh, um, Kingery, though, uh, again, that's the thing. I don't think we fi- factored in. If, if Scott Kingery took a leap, which is absolutely possible with his talent level, pedigree and experience level the fact that he would take a leap forward as a player this year is not shocking at all but it seems like he could be taking a big leap and get back to what we hoped he could be what we dreamed he'd be as you know the top prospect in the organization at one point he's looking great man and uh scotty kingery hitting the ball for this team makes a world of difference for their ceiling uh from an offensive perspective it gives them so much more depth and someone who look I, I i don't know how he's not fighting his way to the line cesar's hitting well lately too cesar's got a couple homers in the last few games he's been up in his game obviously you're not moving franco right now it's uh you know obviously with segura the hamstring injury right now but as soon as he comes back it's really a uh 
a, a bountiful of, of riches, a, a um, uh, you know, embarrassment. That's the phrase I'm looking for. It's an embarrassment of riches. The Phillies have so much going on for them right now from an offensive perspective. And when other guys are cold, like, you know, right, right now, um, Harper's getting on base, but hasn't been as hot as before. Hoskins is clearly not hot right now. Real Mutos heats up now. Kingery's heating up. It seems like whenever some guys are down, other guys are going to pick them up. And sure, they're going to have their off nights as we've seen as an offense, but it really is a relentless offense. It's going to keep bringing it all year long. And Scott Kingery, what a, what a, it's just been a, it's just been great. It's been really exciting to see him do well as he's someone we root for. And, um, it's exciting. So awesome to see what Kingery has been doing. And then uh, I mentioned it before, but but a quick look at that ninth inning yesterday as it was a little a little terrifying. The Phillies go into it 3-1. to one. Arietta gets to come out to pitch ninth at like 100-something pitches, 102, 103-something like that. And um, I think, look, I thought that was the right move of Kapler. He's trying to get Arietta. You know Arietta wanted the ball there, and that's a managing the dynamics of your clubhouse and of your team moment. And that's something that Gabe has talked a lot about, learning from last season and understanding that better. And I think it was one of those moments that Arietta deserved the chance as a veteran who knows his body, knows his arm, to go out and try and finish that thing off. And when he allowed a base runner, I think it was the right move for Kapler to come get him. I think that was handled really well top to bottom. That was the right way to handle it from Gabe's point, from Arietta's point, And I think Arietta appreciated the opportunity and I'm sure he understood that when he gave up, we are back today. Happy with the way that played out top to bottom. Um, Adam Morgan comes in set in Colorado. As I said yesterday, show that the best flying out West dead out for a few eight comes and hits a guy, which scares you. You're like, uh Oh, now we have two base runners on and the winning run is at the plate pitching matchup. And, um, and not coming up in a and few then uh, able to um, get out and Hector Neris comes in to face two evening, righties. But first, and, uh, some news it is and uh, to get to a terrifying, most, uh, most experience, uh, most relevant, most as uh, as uh, uh, Neris yeah, allows a uh, hit. Um, uh, comes out a run scores yesterday. A slams Wilson Ramos in the arm with a pitch. That it Pavetta, is after terrifying. The, the night bases before. are loaded, and Hector Neris with two outs option to the minors. Back. Jared Eikhoff after fire they sterling to Keon Rocks like and after throwing pretty much 14, three all game splitters. Fun as that is outing. He's basically throwing just splitter, 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 and then able when needed to and falling behind in the count coming up. Needing to throw strikes against Keon. Nick Pavetta, breakout Pavetta, the guy we all expected to potentially take a leap and be the number two for this team. A guy who was really a a thrilling end of the game. Not fun, really impressive underlying statistics. Not wanting to be stressed out for so far in three starts this season has just been force-compelling. Has been an absolute train wreck. Just a disaster. He's had some high leverage spots that he's found his way through. He's won two games thanks to this offense. But he's found his way through. to the minors. A real shock for everybody. And the Phillies have made it clear. I think it is a great pitch. When it is on, when you're seeing it, it's a. Every game matters this season. This isn't about developing Nick Pavetta. Nick Pavetta is not getting out to the major league level. Hard pitch to hit. That means Nick. 
they either can way, shout out to Hector and figure it out. out. Again, I've said they need on to figure this out show what's and in many other what's forums going on and many other times that, is making that I never not needed nor wanted to see Hector Neris pitch a meaningful ninth inning for my Philadelphia Phillies team ever again. And to his credit, Neris has proved wrong the last couple outings. He's looked really um, good, and, and, look, and, and not really good, you know, like in the Jared sense that we saw. He's got the job done. Four innings, we saw from Mike Granite. Right now, a team with Robertson now checked out, and the Mets team is down and, ten um, plus runs. You know, no one really else that they trust to be a closer type guy. I don't but think you can regardless, quote unquote trust Naris in that man. role. But his stuff looked way better than Bettis has kind of relieved so far him a little bit here, and, small, and you feel slightly sample better sample, about him going um, into I think that type if of nothing else, look, I, I love the mentality. Maybe he'll actually be able to find his way through it, and not we don't have time to waste. We don't game space. We can't mess around. Maybe the reps. We need to win every single game we can. That means Nick has to fortify him. Even if he's not happy about it, which it seemed like Nick was not very happy about it, apparently left the clubhouse. I heard him talking, talk to anybody, whatever. So was, uh, Nick wasn't psyched. Murphy. And, uh, he and about uh, I get that. You know, I'm happy. Yeah, I want to go out use that and as pitch the type of game he did. And then Adam Morgan to go and say, and you know, an, screw an everybody. Um, I'm great. He said I had to great. finish it for those guys. You know, it was but important I, I think to in me this case it was the right move. It was the aggressive, game really aggressive move. Those guys started. And I thought that was really great to do that. But at the same time, I like that they're sending a message and saying, you know, we're competing. Every game matters. We're not messing around. We are either way not taking terrifying ending. The Phillies ultimately come out on top. Eleven and, and six um, on the season alone. Again, really aggressive. Jake in Arrieta first had a, place a nice quote too. Talked in the about, National League. He's technically um, the Pavetta, best record in the National League. Takes uh, this kind of mentality. Um, Brewers are eleven and uh, this seven. Is what I believe. Arrieta said that. Uh, so uh, had to say uh, about excuse it. me, said, twelve and seven. The situation he's so, uh, in right now is one that I'm very worse familiar technically with. In twenty twelve and twenty thirteen, uh, I went through very similar experiences. This um, is a moment for him to kind of get away. At 11 and six, Put his head down and get back to work. I just tried to reiterate him the top that the guy who wasn't spring now, training is, um, is the guy like who he really him. is. They he just needs to be a little bit Colorado more of the type of stuff that he has. You pick five to ten guys with the best stuff in baseball in that group. Went to the playoffs last year and really struggled out of the game. Make sure his head's in a good space and get back to work. As I mentioned, some significant news is shaking. He's going to be a big part of our team this season. In the Phillies, this is just a moment for him to kind of get away for a little while and more coming up and just get back here. It's Phillies today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. I find that quote interesting for a lot of reasons, but most. Of all, we've talked a lot about Pavetta as a as a kind of like an Arietta in his delivery and a guy who at a younger age maybe didn't have everything right between the years that he needed to, wasn't ready to uh, for the grind that that being a successful major league pitcher is. And Arietta went through that. He was up and down from the minors till his late twenties, and then he went on to win a Cy Young. And I'm not saying Nick Pavetta is uh, is going to win a Cy Young, definitely not. But uh, and, and I don't know if I agree with Arietta that he's one of the ten best stuff guys in baseball, but he does have legit stuff. I mean, the curve when it's on and the 99 mile per hour heat at the top end is is legit, and there's life on it and all that when he's when he's right. So I, I think that I, the point being that I hope that Pavetta can take what Arietta said and use it because. Jake Arrieta is a perfect example of the type of thing that could happen to Nick Pavetta. Someone who could go down, come back up, use it as fuel as a learning experience, get himself right, and really be a difference maker in Major League Baseball. He does have that kind of stuff. So we'll see how he responds. You know, it's a really 
It's really, um, I, I hope he responds well. Because as Jake said, look, if he can be a factor for this team, it would make a difference. He's a really good pitcher when he's on, and he does have the stuff to be a factor. But again, I, I think the main takeaway from this whole situation is bravo, uh, you know, hats off, whatever the Phillies for being aggressive here and saying we are not going to uh, to let this submarine our season. Some other quick notes. Uh, Phil Gosling called up, uh, a lifelong Phillies fan, played for the Diamondbacks for a bit, but uh, called up, gets to live out his dream as a Philly. Very cool story there. Melbourne prep kid, uh, I believe. Odubel Rare left the game yesterday with a cramp. Apparently he is okay, and I uh, mentioned Segura before, four to five days or so. They think hamstrings are weird. Tommy Honor to the 60-day DL. One other quick note before we look into the Rocky series. There was a bench-clearing brawl yesterday in the White Sox-Kansas City game, and it happened because Tim Anderson hit a home run, flipped his bat, and uh, and then was plunked his next time out. And um, I, I just want to read this tweet from Joe because I think it just encompass, encompasses my feeling on it uh, because I think that something has to happen. And we've seen, look, we've seen issues with it with the Phillies already this season, right? With Reese Hoskins getting thrown out. It came up, and the Phillies are going to celebrate. They're going to have fun. They're going to flip their bats. And Joe Sheehan said, hey, at Major League Baseball, if you want to build a marketing campaign around letting the kids play, then you need to start suspending, and I don't mean for five games, the pitchers who get their fifis hurt when the kids do just that. I think he said that perfectly. Look, Major League Baseball needs to take action in these types of situations if pitchers are going to throw at guys because they beat them at their game, because they are play better than them. It's outrageous. Like, I know they flip their bat, but get over it. It's a bat flip. It's baseball. It's a motion. All right, we've done this rant a million times. I'm not going to go through it again, but the point being that um, this keeps coming up, and ultimately, Major League Baseball has to do something because a five-game suspension for a starting pitcher doesn't do anything because they pitch every fifth day. Anyway, all right, let's look at Big series coming up in Colorado as the Phillies head out there to face a Rocky team that's really struggled Big time this season. Has had some injuries. David Dahl could be back uh, this weekend, which would be big for them. Daniel Murphy got hurt before the season. They still have Charlie Blackman. They still have Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Uh, but Ian Desmond has looked cooked for a little while. They've got Mark Reynolds playing a significant portion of time. Garrett Hampson stays in the lineup, uh, who has been horrendous for them. The one thing that has been pretty good, they are pretty talented in the starting pitching ro- uh, rotation. As uh, we'll see some of those guys, Zach Eflin against Kyle Freeland tonight. Freeland, a really talented right, uh, excuse me, left-hander. I didn't know he was drafted by the Phillies. I heard that the other day, which is really fascinating. But I uh, wish we had him. He's a really good left-hander, so that's a tough one. Then Vincent Velasquez against Herman Martez. Herman is awesome. One of my favorite young pitchers in baseball. Just signed an extension there, so I guess the Rockies agree. Also, in his last start, almost threw a perfect game. So, Really talented guy, terrified of facing him, but he's also fun to watch. Nice matchup for the Phillies on Saturday as Nola will face Antonio Sensatela. Uh, certainly the least talented pitcher of the four the Phillies will face is uh, it's Jared Eikhoff getting his first start in the rotation this year against John Gray on uh, Sunday. Gray had a nice outing last time, but not as good as home as on the road. Marquez can be, Freeland can be. Should be an interesting one. The pitching is really good, but the offense has struggled. The Rockies have struggled. They haven't been great at home this year, so hopefully the Phillies can go out and take advantage of a team while they are struggling um, and uh, and continue this uh, streak of winning series here as they've won now uh, two in a row after the struggles against the Washington 
Nationals. So uh, nice to see. The Phillies get back at it as they head to Colorado. All right, either way, we'll be back to recap the first game of the series and look in more depth to the weekend and a whole lot more. So thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.